Welcome to the family with... Oops, her mic's not on. Andy Rampernard. And Cassie Schrader. Why does that happen every day? There's always somebody's mic who isn't on. <laughs> he forgets to turn well, turn them hurried to get onto the air, so it's 17 after. What are you talking about? Oh no, it's only 14 after. Never mind. We'll be right back. <laughs> Kick things off with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394, or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike. John and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. This music tells me there will be no manholes in Berkeley, California any longer. (laughs) City workers will drop into maintenance holes instead. Nothing will be man-made in the liberal city but human-made. And uh, students at the University of California, Berkeley, will join collegiate Greek system residences rather than fraternities and sororities. Well, aren't all the people in fraternities male and all the people in sororities female? What's the problem then? I don't know. You each have your own identity. Who gives a rat's ass? Berkeley's always been on the insane side of the spectrum. I cannot believe that Michelle DeFoya went to Berkeley. I know. I don't that know how that Probably what made her so conservative is seeing that. Well, <laughs> well that's probably true, because she is conservative as hell. Uh, in any case, ladies and gentlemen, Berkeley leaders voted unanimously this week to replace about 40 gender-specific words <laughs> in the city code with gender-neutral terms, an effort to be more in- inclusive. That's drawing both praise and scorn for the AP. That means manpower will become human effort. Workforce will be, well, masculine and feminine pronouns like she, her, and he and him will be replaced by they and them, according to the measure approved Tuesday by the city council. Here is the problem that we have. Oh, I guess there's another paragraph, and I'll get to it. The San Francisco Bay Area city is known for its long history of progressive politics, Riggle Robinson, who graduated from UC Berkeley last year and at 23 is the youngest member of the city council, said it was time to change a municipal code that makes it sound like men are the only ones that exist in the entire industries. Oh, my God. Uh, No, it doesn't make it sound like that at all. Uh, Or that uh, men are the only ones on the city government as society and our cultures become more and more aware about issues of gender identity and gender expression. It's important that our laws reflect that, said Robinson, who co-authored the measure. When the changes take effect in the fall, all city forms will be updated and lists with the old words and their replacements will be posted at public libraries and the council chambers. The changes will cost taxpayers $600. Why? Why don't you pay for it? Why are you, why are you charging the taxpayers for you to change words? Look, I have never cared about stuff like that. 
you know, the man thing and the woman thing and whatever. You want to call them woman holes. I think it's going to bring things to mind, but if that's what you really want to do, maintenance holes, maintenance. What you said it was maintenance covers. They were going to, yeah, I think they're going to call that too. Women holes. Here's the problem we have in our world now. Our college system is so effed up with people who are so lame that they can't wait to change everything about my mom and dad didn't love me. Daddy never spent any time with me, so you've all got to pay. Oh, God. Grow a pair, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, honestly, God, do you care at all about... Here you go. Okay, JB, you walked in kind of in the middle here. Yeah, I did. Okay, you ready? Uh, Berkeley leaders voted unanimously this week to replace about 40 gender-specific words in the city code with gender-neutral terms. Manpower will become human effort. So why isn't it human power? Why did you have to change power, too? There are plenty of powerful women. Yeah. I don't get that at all. Uh, workforce... Why is workforce? I don't understand why workforce would be changed. It doesn't. That's not gender specific. What no, are they it's changing not. it to? Uh, they're changing it to uh, handout force. Oh, it doesn't say. It just says, <laughs> yeah, handout force. That's what it should become. She, her, he, him will be replaced by they and them. Uh, who cares? Uh. You know, I will tell you something. I know women that are every bit as strong as men. Some of them physically, certainly some of them in character and just personal strength. I don't see workforce or power to be male terms. There are plenty of powerful women, right? I think so, yeah. There's plenty that I look up to. I just your wife. Yeah, my wife is a very powerful woman. There's no doubt about it. She's probably the only person who can talk to me the way she talks to me, which shows just how powerful that young lady is. I, I just think, once again, we have got to separate our college system from the real world yeah. because that's where all of this is coming from. It's a bunch of loser professors. And there are some great professors. I don't condemn all professors at all. There are some that are very, very good at their jobs. A lot of them, though... They're taking their own personal feelings and pushing them on their students, and the students are young. Their brains aren't fully formed yet. I don't think people should be able to enter college until they're about 27. You're too young to be in college when you're 18 years old. You just are because mm-hmm. your brain's not fully formed, and they can, they can just shove these ideas right down your throat, and you'll go, oh, okay. Well, why? Those are some huge gap years. Yeah, you're talking nine years, brother. <laughs> you get out of high school— Actually, I don't think children should have started school until they were 13 anyway. And I'm talking about first grade. I really think that that should have been the case. Kids are too young to be going to school at four. I started school when I was four years old. It was too young. And by that, I mean it was too young because by the time I was in third grade, I hated school. I found it very boring. I was learning absolutely nothing. Uh, I guess because, you know, I learned to read before I even got to school. So maybe that's part of it. Andy, you learned to read at three. Maybe. So, I mean, what do you mean maybe? You used to uh, read at three. I don't remember. Uh, I do remember because I was there. Um, I literally think people should start first grade when they're 13, which means they would graduate high school at about, uh, you know, 25. Take a couple years off, then go to college when you're 27. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it's how it should be, actually, because your brain will be fully formed going into college. Well, they don't want to do that because it's harder to indoctrinate people who are 27. You're 100% correct. They could not indoctrinate 18-year-olds if they're 27-year-olds now all of a sudden. But how how did, you know, somebody who went to college at 19, Uh because I kind of had a gap year. Yeah, we had a gap year. Now we're talking. Um, why wasn't it a problem for me? Why wasn't it, you know? It I wasn't as bad back then. I wasn't indoctrinated. I was just educated. You know That's why? We need to get back to being, back to educating mm-hmm. and stop. But as soon I as you, agree. As soon as you brought up it was from UC Berkeley. That's, <laughs> that's, you jumped yeah. on it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's where we're headed. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I understand completely. What we need to do is get children working again at 12 and 14 because mm-hmm. then they grow up. That's mm-hmm. the problem. No, you're right. It used to be, you know, you 
As soon as you could start working, you started working. I was 11 when I started exactly. working. I was a janitor at 11 you know, now, years old. Now we have to wait until we have a license and we can't, you know, oh, we I have know. an ID and we have to be 15 to use a knife. Like, oh my God. Forced <laughs> child labor is good for you. Yeah. Well, but no, I mean like, not forced, but I mean like. No, I know. I stop. Know. Telling children that they can't work until they're 15 because they're too immature. I mean, people did it back, you know, not that long ago. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, and two, with 15-year-olds and 14, 15-year-olds, and I think even 16-year-olds, they're restricted to how many hours they can work right. a week. That's what I mean. mean. I, <laughs> when I was 14, I wanted a pager so bad. My dad told me, get a job. So I did. So I've been working since I was 14 years old. Yeah, So I mean... First job was at Hardee's. It wasn't the most gracious job, but it was no, a job. No, it should it be. No. Yeah. It, should, it just should be your introduction to right the workforce. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, you can't use that word. Remember? Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that makes you money. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You yeah, can't use work anymore. Uh, what is that? What is it? Effort. Wait a minute, i got to look it up. The workforce is no longer the workforce. It's now called, ladies and gentlemen, where the hell is it? I know it's in here somewhere. Oh, here it is. Uh, workforce. There, human, oh, I see manpower will become human effort or workforce. That, so I misread that. I thought they were going to change the word workforce, too. Oh. But apparently the workforce is okay. Human effort, well, but if we call it a human effort, aren't we kind of just marginalizing all animals? <laughs> they work. Horses are out in the field working. Why is when they become uh, being effort? I guarantee it's going to get there. I yeah. guarantee you, it will become yeah, being them. effort and being force. Or oh God, I, all them PETA people are going to get on it. Oh and, yeah, oh yeah. Well, they um, some college professors have to just like in any form of uh, work have to find ways to justify their work. Yeah, I guess. And so they start coming up with stuff like this. It's just sad that it that they have to justify it in such a ridiculous way. Like, you should be able to justify it by being a good teacher. Mm-hmm. I have a question for all these Berkeley people because uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco are both a complete disaster now. And, and the question I have for you is, if you really want to serve homeless people who are homeless not out of their, of their own accord, whether it's a mental illness or, or a physical uh, malady or whatever it is, the reason that you can't work and you can't uh, afford to pay for a house, why are you allowing people who are fully functioning and ready to go to infringe upon the rights of actual homeless people. Why do you do that? What they're doing is taking up all the things that are there to help homeless people, so there are certainly some homeless people who can't think as clearly or don't have the physical ability to do the things that you're doing. Why are we allowing people to take all the, um, you know, all the, uh, all the things that are offered to homeless people and real homeless people don't end up with them? They end up with nothing. How is that progressive or liberal or whatever it is? Can anybody explain that to me? Well, it's um, a lot of times, first of all, a lot of times you're, you're truly homeless or either have mental health issues or drug issues. Mm -hmm. And so they're in a weakened, weakened state and they can't fend for themselves. Right, be that's it, exactly Even right. going to an agency and sitting mm -hmm. down and having a conversation and filling out paperwork or whatever it may be, whereas um, those who choose to skirt the system will take that energy and use it towards that, you know, towards getting the easy route, Yeah, which in a lot of ways is just barely existing. I mean, if you, look, you know, what they get, mm -hmm. it's just, I mean, that is, you're talking about minimalists, that's, I mean, they barely exist. No, you're absolutely right. And, and I don't think it's a good idea to take people who like that out of the picture when you're, you're in front of them in line to get the handouts. No. Get off your ass and get a job. How about that? 
Some people just aren't, for some reason, aren't built to join the uh, workforce. You mean they're lazy? Is that what you mean? Not built as lazy? (laughs) That's part of it. Didn't you want to achieve something as a little kid, though? I mean, part of growing up poor was, hey, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get a job and I'm going to do as well as I possibly can because there are things out there that I'd like to enjoy that I can't enjoy now because I'm poor. My mother always talked about a, uh, a segment on uh, 60 Minutes when we were young. And it it was dealing with inner city uh, poor people. And it literally went into the houses of people on welfare mm-hmm. and asked the children what they wanted to be. And it was the clearest example of role modeling that you ever saw because they didn't have any other expectations besides grow up, have kids, and live on welfare, mm-hmm. which yeah. was their answer. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. they had not experienced anything else. But I hadn't either. I had never been around people that had money. But you, probably, grew but you probably had some connection or something in your life that clicked for you. I mean, for for me, I, my first job was I was a camp, uh, camp youth sports counselor, and that was because my godfather ran the program. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Or the, you know, and I did that for a couple of summers. And when I got older, the city of St. Louis still had what was called the CETA program, which was um, a program that uh, got inner city youth jobs with all type of places, companies, uh, whatnot. So you actually got paid, you got work experience, but you also found out there's other things out there to do. I mean, my two summers in the Cedar program, uh, well, one of them, I cut down weeds. And the other one, the next following year, I was working in the U.S. Attorney's Office. You can't find two more drastic ends of the... No, I suppose that is true. You know. But I do remember my mother would come home from work and, the, you know, the peop- the Merwin family owned, owned Merwin drug stores and, you know, they, they, I believe the family still owns that Merwin liquor store over in Lindale, Lindale and uh, Broadway. There were a couple other ones. There used to be one on Emerson. There were uh, there was one in Robbinsdale. But my mother would come home with, with things and, I, you know, I'd go, where'd you get that, Mom? And they said, oh, the Merwins gave it to me. And it in a way, when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, it started to embarrass me that my mother had to take handouts. So that was another thing that drove me. It's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm, you know, and I didn't bring it up to my mother ever. God bless her. She's trying the best she can on a, you know, diner waitress's uh, wage. And, uh, you know, I just decided that that drove me instead of me going, oh, hey, maybe I'll get to a situation where people just give me everything or I can go panhandle or whatever. Panhandling was illegal when I was a kid, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that what, what changed that. I, why is panhandling legal? It's very dangerous, first of all. Well, it's not really I thought they, legal. They just don't. Right. They just don't, they don't enforce, don't enforce it. it. Yeah, they don't enforce the laws on it. We got to take a break. Be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. 
Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just admiring JB's ability to plug something in. What the hell's wrong with you? Charge his phone. Well, I wouldn't put that there, man. You think that'll stay there? You can just set it on top of that, by that green folder. There we go. Put it right there so now it won't fall off. Unless I knock it off on purpose, (laughs) which I might do. He almost lost his laptop yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I did. I almost pulled it. Yeah, I I pulled it right off the table. (laughs) That's very, very true. Um, There are some employees out in the Northeast that are not happy. They're very pissed off at their boss. They have demanded to make a living wage, right? Mm -hmm. You know who they work for? Amazon? No. No. (laughs) Who do they work for? They demand a living wage because they're not making a living wage. Who is doing that to them? Trump Tower. No. You missed it by just a little bit, though. Bernie Sanders employees. Oh, of Here's a guy who's yeah. been bitching about a living wage and fifteen dollars an hour. And blah, 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 blah. Why aren't you paying your own people then, Burn? Yeah, no kidding. I just love these people. When are we going to understand these politicians? There are a few good ones, but not many. Most of them are full of crap, and they'll do anything to make money. Bernie Sanders is the biggest fraud on earth. Bless you. And he's got no chance. He's got. He may as well just leave right now. Yeah, he he had his one shot. And he, he did. Was, right. I mean, what a loser. Pay your You can't go out and demand everybody else pay a living wage when you don't. I know. It's so hypocritical. God. It's practice what you preach, and the politicians yeah. refuse and, to And do his it. response is, well, I have people under me, and I thought they were. You no, thought. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If you really believe that, then you would make sure Absolutely. yourself that. It was well, right there. Correct. I would question his character as a leader. Then, right? Because yeah, no character. If you're sitting there, well, if you didn't know what was going on underneath you, then you have no business being in the Oval Office. No, he has no leadership. So, no, he doesn't. And looking at him and tell you the truth, doesn't he look like the Grim Reaper looking <laughs> over his shoulder anyway? Oh, uh, Larry David, though, impression. Oh God, oh, it's God, very it's good. Spot on. And it was it funny how really he good. ended up finding out they're actually related. <laughs> yeah, I heard that they're actually related. They're like distant cousins or something. Something like that. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? But seriously, I saw that uh, more people are very upset they're not making a living wage. I looked at this story, and it's Bernie Sanders workers. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It's not a shock, though. No, it's not a shock at all. Not a shock at all. I, I just, uh, as we go along, ladies and gentlemen, what's important now is that Bernie doesn't have to pay a living wage and that uh, don't ever call it a manhole again. <laughs> This is what's really important to you. This is, this is, it's not people starving or it's not people being shot to death in the south side of Chicago every day. It's don't ever call it a manhole again. Mm-hmm. Could we have some priorities? Is that a possibility? I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm calling them woman holes. Yeah, let's call it a woman hole. I'm calling it a woman hole. It's going to bring a, about a real, you know, like a picture in people's minds. But, I, you know, that's, that's your, but I, always, I always pictured a butthole. When they say manhole, it's like some guy's butthole. Like, what do you call that for anyway? A manhole. Whatever. I just, yeah, I like your deal. The, yeah. the, the human, what is it, a human cover? What is it? A maintenance cover. Maintenance cover. We'll see, and now there's man in the word maintenance. Oh, can't they, You can't have that. I got, no, you cannot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is M A N T. Yeah, it's M A I N. Oh, it is. Yeah, that was M A N. Well, that's still main man. What the hell's the difference? Don't ever use the word. You just came up with something. Don't ever use the word main again because it has the word man in it. Yeah, we can't have it. Don't be using main. Main Street. It says Man Street to me. Got to get rid of it. How about Hell Hole Street? How about that? Let's call them Hell Holes. In the hell hole would be good. Yeah. Of course, that's too religious, I suppose. Oh, yeah, then we'll have those guys. I just, 
Where are we headed with all this stuff? I don't know. And it's like, I, I, I don't understand. They're, why is this even news? I know. With why all is the problems, with the problems we have in this country, in this world, this is the crap that people are getting upset about. It's like what I don't understand it. You got kids that are homeless and starving, sex trafficking. You know we have uh, immigration problem. We, I mean, we have all these problems, and this is what. We, it's come down to. We digress. I mean, it's just oh my god. Yeah, we do. And That's you wonder true. why the kids today they can't they can't cope with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They lose their crap over the smallest little thing. Their world's ending because they can't find a ponytail, uh, bind you know rubber band thing to put. You know, oh god. What about Move. my man bun? What am I <laughs> yeah, gonna do? Yeah, or a man bun. It can't be inclusive to women, right? Wait a minute. Why is it a man bun? Yeah, it I should just be a bun. I hate man buns. <laughs> Why is everything now about a hole or a bun? That's yeah, yeah. what I want. How did it ever happen? I don't know. I, I just don't think any of this stuff matters. And if that's what really upsets you, wait till you run into some real problems in your life because you got no shot. I know. What are you, how are you going to handle a real life crisis? Like a real problem. They, they're not going to be able to. Well, I got to call my professor. He's got a rule on this. Yeah, calm down. Everything will be fine. Well, don't worry about anything. And all it does is serve to paralyze any action. Because mm-hmm. you have to stand there and think, and can I say this? Can I do that? Can I, you know, it's mm-hmm. like. You know, I got to be honest. When I was younger, I had a little bit of an attitude. I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> but I, I remember walking in one time, and I don't know. I'm straight off the north side. I'm like 19, 20 years old or whatever. And I walk into this, uh, I don't know, it was the a comedian deal or I, it was some thing that I went to see at the theater and she I said do you know where the uh, this woman standing at the door I said do you know where these seats are and she said they're right down there by by her and I said the usherette she almost went berserk because I said usherette she said she's an usher it's like calm down yeah I, know. I didn't know usherette was an insult what? Right. Well, I remember when it changed over from stewardess on an airplane to flight attendant. The flight attendant. And they were very touchy if you still called them a stewardess. stewardess or a steward. You know, we're flight attendants. We're flight attendants. And I don't know if that's kind of the start of all that. I don't understand that either because to me, it it was never you're less than me. It meant you were more than me. Yeah, it's, it's just a title. I mean, it's just a title of your job. I, I don't get it. I think based on that. You know, growing up under my mother and my two sisters, that men should not be allowed to raise children anymore. What do you think? <laughs> men. <laughs> no men raising children because you give them the wrong idea, apparently. I don't know what the hell it is, but I remember she got really mad at me. I thought, why would she? To, does Because there's marionette. Does that mean they're women? They're not women. Well, Are that they? is the French suffix for female. So but marionettes suppose... are men, most of them. Aren't they? No. Oh, yes, they are. Most marionettes are men, aren't they? Puppeteers? Can you Marionette call them puppeteers? Is a puppet, not a puppeteer. Oh, it is? It's a puppet? Mm. Is, yep. it, is it all puppets? What? Is it male and female puppets? Uh, yes. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. So they're male marionettes. The well, hell is the problem here? Marionette means, oh, it refers to Mary. Because the original French puppets were used to depict biblical events. Oh, sure, that makes sense. A lot sense. of them having to do with the Virgin Mary. There you go. So they called them marionettes. So, but the the men are marionettes too. The 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 males are marionettes too, though. Yeah, but I mean, this word is like five six hundred years old. So no I one guess I just thinks think about it that way anymore. If that's your biggest fish to fry, man, you got a great life. Well, if, yeah. The uh, problem you, is their lives are too good. Uh, that is exactly what it is. Uh, do you think I give a rat's after? If somebody called me a woman, what do I care? Yeah. Who cares? You're a woman. Yeah, good. Okay, okay whatever. I, why would I care about that? Uh, I tell you, honest to God. It's all about insecurities. It is all about insecurity. <laughs> so bad parenting, is that what you're saying? Because if, if you have good parenting. I, mean, I have a feeling their parenting was too good. Oh, maybe. They got everything they wanted their yeah, entire maybe, lives, maybe, and right. now they can't handle the slightest transgression. Yeah. 
No well, doubt about it. I mean, it. and it's, you know, authorities. I mean, and, you know, as growing, as you're growing <clears throat> up, it's children taking, th- they're sponges, so they take in everything that they're hearing, you know, and they can't, if nobody ever tells them what's, what they should listen to and what they shouldn't listen to, then, of course, I mean, they're not going to yeah. know what to do. And then they're going to make their own decision, and it's always often the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Well, you look, I mean, being raised by my mother and my two si- the older sisters, because my, my dad was gone and my brother was in Vietnam, so I was raised by women. Pat O'Brien, my brother-in-law, helped a lot, too. He was a great guy. But I never saw that as being a negative at all. Like it's my mother, she's in charge. I didn't see it. She's a woman. She's not telling me what to do. I never saw it that way. Has anybody ever done that? I mean, B used to tell you what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. You never minded, did you? No. No. Why would you? Because it was, a, it was taken as a sign that she cared. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exact. Maybe in some cultures, the, the males, you know, that whole macho thing is a big deal. But I've always noticed that real men are not macho at all. I mean, you see the same thing, JB? Yeah. Yeah, real men aren't macho, pushing everybody around, all the rest of it. You know, threatening people. That's what everyone, that's what I like to do. You know, don't push them around, just threaten them and go, do it or I'll kill you. What do you think? Well, uh, um, Real men have show all emotions. Hundred uh, percent correct. When it's um, appropriate time. You know why I was kind of blessed with that? Because my father was a very little guy. He was like five foot seven and weighed about one hundred and twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. So I never looked at him as like a tough guy. Anyway, yeah. you know. I mean, he was gone by the time I was ten. He came back for a little while when I was sixteen, but. I never considered him to be macho in the least. He he did have an attitude about being a little guy though. Mm-hmm. I have no a little some not all little guys, <laughs> but some little guys have a real attitude about that. Yep. You've noticed that same thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't you know, know. We call it low man disease. Yeah, the <laughs> little man that's a real or, honor. Or uh you got a little man disease. Napoleon complex. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, honestly, God, and I won't say who it was because it's not necessary, but I just met a guy. The second I walked in and saw the way he comported himself, I went, uh-oh, this guy's got the old ghetto attitude. <laughs> it was a white guy, not a black guy. But in any case, he just can't get past that. But I've been accused of that, too, that I have you know, something about me, the way, the way I handle myself is threatening to people, which you never saw that, did you? No. I don't. I think I come off as threatening to anybody, but a lot of people think I do. I, I don't know. So maybe it's just the mental I've illness. I've always found you to be quite welcoming. The Zach That's opposite. what I thought. That's what I thought. Well, except for when I go, okay, you fork in, but you, you're out. What do you think? <laughs> Not do that anymore? No. Maybe threatening is an, a strong term. It's too strong a term. S- I would say maybe a little intimidating you could be. Yeah, I guess that's a, yeah, it's a better that's a better word for it. Intimidating. But, but threatening, I wouldn't say threatening. No, intimidating. Definitely. But I don't I, mean to be. No, no, of course not. Nobody usually intends. Well, to Cassie be. is. She's like she <laughs> loves to be intimidating. But I mean, yeah, I could see people thinking that you were a little intimidating, but that's just yeah, because of your, you know, you're who you are, and you are proud of that, and you're successful so of course that's intimidating to a lot of people but it's so weird because i never knew that i just found that out a few years ago i had Uh no idea that was the case well you know some people avoid you because you're you know intimidating i guess is right i just don't i don't know that i'm doing that well i think a lot of public figures just having that title attached to you gives people gives that intimidating feel to people i guess maybe i don't know it's it's not on purpose but no uh, what are you going to do? What do you think the deal is with Netflix getting hammered? Uh, they lost 120,000 people. They won't stop pushing out horrible garbage. Oh, is it really? Is it Their I, I original it programming is almost all horrible. What? So what is it? I mean, what kind of stuff is it, Andy? I haven't really paid attention to Netflix in like a year, well, so let's see. Do you have it anymore? Yeah, we have it. Yeah. We use it for Psych, and that's it. No. Sykes on Amazon. Oh, well, okay. We don't <laughs> use it at all. Basically, use Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, no, oh, but, I like Sykes. Sykes was a good show. Yeah, I like um, that show. Uh-huh. No, but they're getting rid of 
very big shows. Stranger yeah. Things. They're getting rid of Friends. They're getting rid of Stranger Things. They're getting rid of Friends. But the Friends got taken away from them. I don't so, know how that worked. I, I wonder if... It could... More money. What, well, usually what's... what happens is they ask for more money, and if they don't want to push it out, then... I'm, I'm betting a lot of people leaving is because they can't just go on Netflix and watch Friends whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Because that's what oh, a lot of yeah. people liked. Yeah. Being able to watch any episode whenever they want. Yeah, why, you can't do that anymore? Well, they're getting rid of it. But so. I mean, uh, with other shows, you can watch whatever episode you want, can't well, you? Yeah. yeah. Depen- well, so if they're good. on there, so, yeah. But, so, Friends is not on broadcast oh, television at all. they're losing the office, too. Oh, yeah. They're losing no. the office, yeah. too? Ooh. It is, yeah. it is. It's just... It's nice to be able, like, what they can do is they can go on and they can just watch a whole season of Friends. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have to wait for television to put it on or anything like that. So that's a big deal. I see. We'll take a quick break. Be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Um, baby, do you understand me now? We're just talking about uh, Netflix, uh, it says here. Um, Netflix traced the second quarter's slow subscriber growth primarily to a recent round of price increases, including the hikes of 13 to 18%. No wonder. Mm. Yeah, you can't just add another. If it's already four bucks, you can't make it five bucks. People aren't going to go for that. Uh, in its biggest market, the U.S., some American households decided Netflix is no longer worth it at the higher price, causing the company to win June with a hundred and twenty thousand fewer subscribers in the United States. Now, what is the subscription per month to Netflix? Mine's went up from eight sixty three to nine seventy one. Okay, so ten bucks mm-hmm. a month, one hundred twenty dollars mm-hmm. a year. Yeah, it depends. Here's eleven. Well, you can you can add like if you want up to like four devices that can stream at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have kind of a tiered pricing for that. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Well, there's good news in the entertainment industry, though. What is it? They're making a movie about cats. Yes, I actually the musical. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, but people are confused. It said, "Why are they confused?" Well, if you've seen pictures of said cats, they're more like something out of like a furry fanfic than. Oh God. They're they're like Ish. highly anthropomorphized cats to the point where they look like humans that have like ten percent cat DNA. Yeah, and it, it's weird. Yeah. Well, Taylor what? Swift is the main. Well, the cat, the young cat. <clears throat> Taylor movie. Swift is in it? Yeah. And is she, she actually, Mr. Mostopheles? That's she the actually, only one I can name. She actually looks better as a cat. Just, <laughs> she, I'm sorry. She's, well she's got a shrewish-looking face. Oh, she's a does. mouse. I yeah. didn't I didn't recognize it. I'm like, how is that Taylor Swift? Because her eyes look a little bigger. Oh, really? You know, they must have done some digital enhancing with the, the CGI and probably motion capture with the, some of the um, stuff. But, yeah, I was... 
I was like, wow, that's Taylor Swift. But yeah, Jennifer Hudson's in it. Oh, she's, okay. I like her. Yeah, she's a fantastic singer. I'm trying to think who else is in it. So Taylor Swift is it? Why did she get so big? Is she oh, a good singer? Uh, Honestly, I have no idea. Judy Dench. Oh, she I plays love Judy the Dench. Older, the older cat. Yeah, yeah I, I really like her. <laughs> but Taylor Swift, I don't, but does it, can any of you name a song that Taylor Swift ever did? Because I can't. I have no idea. Shake it off. The one, yeah. I can, but I don't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> shake it go. off because the, the girls That's the only one anyone that. knows. Yeah. God, she has a massive ego. I do know that. You ever heard her on a talk show or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, she, is she arrogant. She refuses, well, of course. she refuses to go on Spotify because... Every person should have to pay for everyone's albums. They shouldn't just be able to pay ten dollars oh. and get it for free. So well, that attitude has made her rich oh, as hell. Yeah. So, that's hey. Taylor Swift yeah. right there. It doesn't, is. That doesn't even look like her, does it? Does, why doesn't she have a shirt on? Because <laughs> well, she's, she's a cat. Because she's a cat. cat. That's the yeah. thing. Hey, is they look like naked furry humans. They do look like naked. <laughs> which is that, that? That's Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look like JB. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right then. It's uh. But the trailer actually looked really good. I don't know. I'm. I'll see it. Oh, Lori uh, Davidson is Mr. Mistopheles. Lori Davidson, whoever that is. Why, wait a minute. You can't call her Mister. The people at Berkeley are gonna get very pissed off. <laughs> Lori <laughs> is a man. Who is? Lori is a man. Oh, you said Maury. Here, I thought you said Lori. I said Lori. Here's Judy Dench as a cat. Okay. She doesn't really look much different. No, she doesn't look any different. <laughs> she looks like Judy Dench to me. But but, but Netflix is. Right now they they're and they're rushing a lot of comedy specials. Oh, they are. That are like, and some of that's because the comics are pushing it, and in some cases the comics are paying for it. Oh, they are paying for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they, uh, I heard Joey, Joe, Coy. God, on, I haven't seen Joe in a long time. I know, and he was on Tom Papa. Love Tom Papa, too. And, uh, Great guy. The young lady, her last name is Feemster. Oh, yeah, uh, Fortune. Fortune Feemster. Fortune Feemster. They She's have a, a nice sh- person, too. They sh- have a show on Netflix radio. Netflix, Netflix radio? radio? Yeah, it's... I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't either. It's on... Um, Should I do the morning show there? <laughs> it's on um, XM Radio. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But that they sense. they have a they started a channel first of the year, and all it is is bits and acts from people who have specials on Netflix. Oh okay. But um, but they have a show, and they had um, Joe on there, and he was talking about how at first Netflix told him no, told him no, told him no, told him yeah, his I, first I heard special. about that. And he he footed the bill for the whole thing, and now they they can't wait for him to to have one. But it's like, I mean, you look at um, Julio, not Julio Iglesias, uh, <laughs> the comic Iglesias, um, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel, yeah. <laughs> he um, he. I think he's had five in the last five years, something yeah. like that. Well, he's huge. He is big. The problem that you have with comedy right now is it's not funny. No. I mean, that's the big problem. Honest to God, I watched that Bring Me the Bring the Funny Again, episode two. It's not funny at all. And so basically, this whole Berkeley thing is, mm-hmm. is, is I guess, in, you can't make fun of anyone anymore. Which, I don't, I never, did, did you ever care if anybody made fun of you? As, you know, just joking around? Who cares? It's if- funny. If we were friends, it was all open season. Absolutely it was. It's how I grew up. Man, if you were somebody's friend, they're going to go after you in a heartbeat. That's just how it was. And if they couldn't think of something, they'd do something like, yeah, well, nice shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> really, that's your big insult? I um, don't know. Um, Ali Wong has a Netflix movie. Yeah, she does, right? Right. With, uh, was it John Choi? Cho. Uh, I think it is John Choi. I think you're Cho. right about that. Yeah. Is it Cho? I think it's Cho. John Cho. And it's actually, it's pretty decent, but it's like the level Netflix accepts things is very low. Yeah, I suppose that it probably is true, but 
Allie Wong, how many years ago was that, Andy? About six years ago we had dinner with her over at, uh, on Nicollet Avenue. It was early on in the show, yeah. What a nice woman. She's very, very nice. We went to dinner with her. Where did we go? We went to, it was an Asian place over on Nicollet Avenue, but I don't remember what, what the name of it was. I don't remember. But it was really, really, it was nice. Why were we over there? I don't remember why we were over there. Well, she wanted us to go there with her. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, she's terrific. She had a baby since then, got married, yeah. all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, she, she actually did her last Netflix comedy special, Pregnant. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's you right. See, like, you can see pic- there's pictures of her, like, kicking something with mm-hmm. a big belly. Yeah. <laughs> she's kicking things? Yeah, she, you should honestly look at it. It's funny. So, last night... I'm sitting around and I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep up to date on the news and everything, which is a huge headache because everybody's insane. Uh, but finally, Catherine said, "Look, why don't you find something else to watch?" And I said, "Okay." So I scrolled through from channel f- t- channel two all the way to channel twelve hundred, and there was nothing on television to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's right now this the summer replacement deal is like. Game shows. Mm-hmm. It's all silly ass game shows. Yeah, reality TV or game shows. And are any of them any good? Any of the game shows any good? <laughs> well, it's funny because they brought back Press Your Luck. Yeah, they, they did. did. Right. Yep. And, wow. Yep. And Card Sharks. Mm-hmm. And Match Game. Which one is the one that Joel Joker's... McHale's doing? Oh, he's he's doing Card Sharks. Oh, he's doing Card Sharks. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, what's her name is doing? You press your luck. No whammies. Um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Um, oh, uh, Elizabeth Shue, is it? No, no, not Elizabeth Shue, the other uh, one. Elizabeth. I, I can see her face. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Ross? Banks. No. Banks. Yes, it's Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Yeah, there right. you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I There's that holy moly in these competitions that are just. <laughs> what is that? Holy moly is putt putt golf. On an hour on television, <laughs> you watch people playing putt putt golf. Yes. Get and out then, of the house once in a while. You know honestly, yeah. who the executive producer and star of it is. Oh, it's Steph Curry. I yes. <laughs> Steph Curry is the executive producer, and he stars in it as well? Yeah, he'll show up once an episode. Why? To hit Because he's big into golf. Yeah, he is a good golfer. I know that. And he hits a – they have some, like, close – to. They'll get to a certain point, and the two golfers have to putt closest to this big golf ball, and whoever oh my god, whoever comes closest get to pick between having Steph Curry hit their next shot. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, or this uh, robot that has Rob Riggle's face on it. Oh god, I am so sick of that guy. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I mean, he stepped in uh, when 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 Frank. <laughs> Uh, left Fox uh, Fox football. Mm-hmm. I, he's just so s- silly. He's yeah. just way too silly for me. I'm not. He seemed like a nice guy. I only talked to him once. He seemed like a nice enough guy, but he's not funny in the least. What is that? What's that now? He's 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 not dangerous anymore. Yeah, that's basically it. And people love puns. Yeah, they do. See, I've never, ever, I've never been a pun <laughs> That's person. That's right, you haven't been a Oh, person. God, I hate pun. Well, it's a good pun. Tell me a good pun. Anyone? I think it really works that way. No. <laughs> it does? What do you I mean? Think, I think all puns are bad in nature. Yeah, probably true. I don't they're, know. They're, they're, they were made for people who really couldn't tell jokes. All you have to do is watch a Disney movie. There are a lot of puns in Disney movies? Um, the Lion King, during the scene of the hyenas, there's like four in a row. Puns? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it's like, for little kids, though. Yeah. Right. So I suppose that works. It's funny. It's actually clever. I mean, like, did we order this dinner to go? Because there it goes. It's running well, away. Well, that's not bad. Okay. Or, I said it's for little kids, so that's or good. Or, like, uh, they're talking about what kind of sandwiches they want, and she goes, no, make mine a cub sandwich. Because she's a cub? Because it's a cub. So club, yeah, mm-hmm. Cubs sandwich, club sandwich. Yeah, so that's, that's for little kids. Good. Though. But that's for little kids, so that's cute. I know. That's I don't have any I mean. problem with that. So some puns are okay. Yeah, some are okay. The cute Aladdin little kid is one. the same. Uh it yeah, that's like, true. A lot of puns in Aladdin. Like be yourself. The same. Yeah, well, be yourself. But like in the and scene, at, well, at the end when oh. the, when Jafar is like going all crazy, mm-hmm. um, things are unraveling fast, 
and the rug unravels. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah, now you're getting you're starting to bury me now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to be too much for me. But I mean, like most of the time, it's Disney movies. Yeah, yeah, that I can see that, but that's well. good. But that's I think fine. that's how kids learn. Yeah. Like they, yeah, probably by yeah. visualization. Yeah. So that's probably why they do that, so they can yeah. have an understanding of what actually that feeling means. Like unraveling, everything's going nuts, <laughs> unraveling the rug. And... Yeah, well, Aladdin's are more visual, whereas yeah. Lion Kings are spoken. I'm hoping to go see Lion King this afternoon with my oh, boys. Yeah, this afternoon. Is that going. opening today? Yes, mm-hmm. today. Open. I heard it's terrible. I, it's not that it's terrible. It's just basically shot for shot as the animation. Because uh, I know the, the review in the Star Tribune was like one and a half stars. Oh. They hated it. Well, I'll let you know Monday what I think. And yeah, I think Lammers, that. too, because he went, he went to the screening uh, for it. But he loved it. So He loves everything. <laughs> Let's talk to Timmy right now. Call in, Timmy. You got no shot. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I've, I have, though, which is been unusual the last several years i've like three movies in a row that i've been to and that's, that hasn't happened in a long time and look this last like what about a year you've liked a couple superhero movies what's going on with you well shazam i did like because it, like, it had a good sense of humor yeah and you like deadpool and deadpool too and deadpool yeah deadpool i did like did you see the second deadpool mm, i don't think so oh that one's good too it is because yeah. i saw the first one like yeah as long as they're making fun of themselves i think but this super i'm coming over the, yeah settle down <laughs> tough guy. i can't think of the last movie that i actually went to a theater for I know. It's been a long time. Oh, has it really? You don't go to movies? It was with you. What did we see? Well, Aladdin. Well, it's probably Schindler's List. I mean, you know, it's not exactly a great date movie. We, but, saw, you know. we saw Aladdin and, yeah. Oh, you fine. Did. We were disappointed. <laughs> you were disappointed. If you guys want to go to a movie tonight, go see Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man. We both will love it. I know Spider-Man. it. We're going to go to a movie on Tuesday. What are you going to go see? Lion King. Lion King. Unless well, you it's are just go horrific. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. not. If it's... If, I've heard it lacks the energy of yeah, like, a lot yeah, of the actors walk through their lines, but that's what I've heard. That's new Disney for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose it's going to happen, but I just uh, I would I don't think there's anything coming out that I want to see. <gasps> oh, oh, wait a minute! They just Maybe released there's... the trailer at San Diego Comic Con for Top Gun Two. Oh yeah, coming Top Gun out two. June right. 2020. Mm-hmm. I am so stoked! Maverick is back. I have never seen Top Gun One. A bunch you of, haven't? A bunch of sixty-year-old men. Piloting fighter planes yeah, in the Air Force. I have an odd crush on Tom Cruise. I've loved Tom Wait, so Cruise. So is it the original people? Yep, I think so. Well, well at least Tom Kilmer's not in it though. Is yeah, he? and obviously, uh, what's the actor's name that played Goose? Because um, he died. Spoiler well, alert. He's probably not going to be in it. <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he died in the. He his uh, ejector malfunctioned. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Top Gun oh, Maverick yeah, is what the... it's called. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be back in just a few minutes. Part two with the family.